Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show, Nothing But The Truth, with your host, Evan Brooks, and your co-host here, go ahead, Ashley. Ashley Charleston, soul sister number one, representing Greensboro, North Carolina, by way of Connecting New York. Yes, yes, yes. It first show was a great show, everyone. We had over 400-some people tune in and listen to the show. I told y'all, y'all got to come with it. A lot of people came up to me talking to me. I talked to a lady at the gym about it, and she was like, it was on point, you know. She admits some of that stuff that happened. So, I mean, I know I'm hitting on something. Anything happening in your in the world today, Ashley, if you know of? Well, anything happening in the world today that I know of, other than the fact that Nicole Richie, she has a million and one issues, poor thing. <laughs> and, you know, Britney Spears, she has a million and one issues, too. You know, people on a regular basis, like, you know, family members, they don't get no type of love. Yeah. So, you know, that's all I can think of. You know how celebrities are. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. It's crazy. Well, Shell, a.k.a. First Lady, she should be on here shortly. She was doing some stuff. So when she gets back, she'll be back on here. Uh, Hopefully, I hope she comes back on here today as well, too. But today, you know... We're going to talk about an a issue that really is gone crazy. Actually, I have a clip from another podcast called BlackManVent.com, and they talk about some real stuff here. I'm going to go ahead and play that for our audience. I want you to go ahead and get first grabs on this issue. Here it goes. Black women um, took on feminism instead of civil rights. The civil rights movement was was dying out. You know what I'm saying? What happened was, is, you know, feminism, which was like a white thing at first, was women saying, yes, we need our rights. We want the same jobs as y'all. We want this and we want that. And the black man, not necessarily the black man, the man, period. People with dicks is trying to hold us down. You know what I'm saying? They, They want us to stay at home and cook and do all this when we can do so much more. Okay, I'm down with that. I know I know that you can do so much more, but when you start attacking men, you know what I'm saying, which is your counterpart, there's only two types of people out here, men and women, you know what I'm saying, then you off into some other shit. But there's some radical feminism out there. And what happened was, instead of saying, you know, instead of being with the black man in the civil rights movement during the end, they was like, you know what? The men is holding us down. 
know what I'm saying? White white feminists was grabbing, was was recruiting black women, saying, yeah, men is holding you back. You know, they they don't want you to have that. They they on some bullshit, you know. And so they 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 basically dropped the civil rights movement, the black power movement, and went for their own self, the feminist movement. You know what I'm saying? I know you're thinking right now, you know, so Mr. Legend, you talk some bullshit. I ain't never, I ain't a feminist. I ain't doing all this. But you gotta understand where your ideologies come from. When black women say, "I'm strong. I don't need no man." I'm, you know, what I'm saying, I'm. The men, they only fuck me up in life. I'm happily single and shit like that. You gotta understand where, what that's all about, where it comes from, and that's where it came from. I'm gonna let y'all listen to this video right quick. We are gonna peep this video. You know, so I'm gonna post the link on the site so you can watch it just in case you don't hear it on the show. But I want you to pay attention to this and what these white people are saying. Basically, this is some shit. It's called the Monstrous Regiment of Women. It's a it's a documentary. You know what I'm saying? Made by the Gun Brothers. I don't know who the fuck they are, but they. Are. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. You're gonna hear some shit in this video. That's gonna make you think. Oh yeah, I heard that before. You know what I'm saying? I, you know what? I, the women that I date, the women that I interact with, they, they, they believe in what these women are saying or what these women are against. Actually, this video is uh, against feminism. So we are gonna peep it out right quick, and uh, and then we are gonna talk about it. Check it out. I think the principal problem is the cultivation of an attitude of victimization. Feminism tries to make women believe they are victims of an oppressive, male-dominated, patriarchal society. And uh, they really wake up in the morning with a chip on their shoulder. I was in the abortion business. I knew if I could go into a school that the pregnancy rate would increase by 50%. I knew if I could get a girl sexually active, that she would have three to five abortions between the ages of 13 and 18, and that was actually our goal. The goal of the family from the beginning has been to change the family unit. We don't want the father in charge earning the bread and the mom staying home with the kids. We want it flipped. We want mom to be able to go out and work for it. In fact, we'd rather have both parents gone and the children in the hands of the state. And again, that's just trace and track back to Marxism and socialism. It's far better for the state to run everything and decide how our lives will be than for individual families to have that autonomy. Feminists uh, often argue that uh, if you're going to have children at all, only have one because one doesn't interfere with the career that much. So she had one child and she continued to work and has always worked. So uh, she has absolutely no sympathy for the homemaker, in fact, uh, at one time when she was criticized, uh, she said, well, what am I supposed to do, stay home and bake cookies? some point in time during the training, they would have a crying fit. At which some men would, you know, feel sorry for them, but, you know, like, I don't know what to do. Other men uh, would just look at them and be like, she's weak. So I'd say it depends on the individual. Some uh, who were sexually assaulted, it was basically like a tack on their soul. That's the best way I can describe it. And some just never fully recovered from that. If a woman wears maternity clothes, she shouldn't be surprised when people think she's pregnant. 
if you wear a uniform that says you're a police officer, you shouldn't be surprised if people think you're a police officer. So if a woman dresses as though she's loose, she shouldn't be surprised if that's what people think of her character. That's a real problem. What you're doing is lying. Get a TV or, you know, do you know what's causing that? And I tell them they're wonderful and they're blessings, and I want more. And um, and they don't understand that people in the world do not understand that. I have come to the conclusion that people in the world truly hate children. Um, and that is strong word that the more I see uh, people and the way they relate to children, the more I see that they, they truly see them as burdens on society. I see. And that's the confidence. Okay, that's it right there. Uh, I know Shell's on here. Hey, Shell. Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Hey. (laughs) So let me go ahead and ask y'all, what do y'all think about that clip? Well, Shell, since you're just tuning in, I'm going to let you answer first. Um, Wow, I really couldn't hear. You know, it was kind of, you know, I don't know, I couldn't really hear what she was saying. Basically, they were saying there was it was again. I guess what it was. It was talking about feminism, basically, and how how they set it off. Where they were saying it was a woman that was against it and was a woman for it, and she was basically saying that it should have it where the roles should switch, basically, as for men and women, the roles basically switch, and was going through all the processes of how they were doing it, dealing with abortions and stuff. And how do I think, how do I basically think, well, we can give off the kids, don't raise the kids, let's just give it to the government. That's Marxism, basically, you know, communists. So anyway. Mm, I didn't like that, that at all. She was like doing it like that. And the woman saying, why do you want to do this? And she was like, you know, it'd be better. You know, we can change the roads around. We can dominate, basically. And that's where it leads to our discussion today. I wanted to get y'all thoughts on it, but you say you didn't listen to it. Okay, well, hear it. Going, going off of what you said, the part about switching roles, I, I think that's, I don't like that at all because, I mean, everybody has their part that they should do. I mean, we can, the guys can take time and do some female things, you know, wash dishes sometimes, and we can do vice versa. But us dominating, I don't know because, it's like, you know, we as females, we like everything to be peaceful. And so what if somebody come over and, like, from somewhere else? Like, say if we was a president. I'm not knocking, you know, female presidents. I think we should have one. But say if there was a woman that wasn't strong enough to handle situations like that, what if somebody came over and, you know, try to start a war or something? How would we react to that, you know? So I'm not, I don't know. Hmm. What about you, Ashley? Well, see, um, I myself, I believe in shared responsibility, but I'm a firm you know, advocate for, you know, women in lead roles, women who are able to assert, you know, power need be. And I just think that the whole thing of gender roles itself, that's that's a made, it's made up category. Just like when people talk about race, I believe that gender is also made up. You know, a, a man can have a female trait, quote, unquote, by saying, okay, uh, right now I'm going to let somebody else decide because, you know, a man is supposed to be firm. He's supposed to be the one that, you know, is always the aggressor. But we find that a lot of women are okay with saying, okay, today I'm going to make, you know, that decision. A lot of men are okay with allowing that to happen. So, 
but I don't agree with outright 100% of the time a woman is always leading because it's, that wasn't meant for her to do is always lead. But as far as equal pay, having the opportunities to do a job, I think that that's, that's always, you know, number one, you know, having the freedom of choice. Okay. So how do y'all think about that applying to the family unit, especially in the black family unit? Well, you know, I just I just find that in the black family, unfortunately, black women, they have taken their role as mother, father. You know, it's, it's really a, a role that they didn't sign up for. It was just something that through the years they just uh, inherited the role because we find that, I don't know the exact statistic, but I believe that, you know, four in ten, you know, black men are in prison. So then you have, you know, young women continuing to, okay, now I have to raise my sons, I have to raise my daughters. And then we get more of that, you know, more of a um, a nuclear family instead of having a traditional family where it's the mother and father together. Now, you know, big mama's helping, you know, mom out raising raising the child and the family. And then as soon as a woman steps up and says, okay, I'm going to allow this to happen in my household, when a man comes back from jail or wherever he may have been, he has an attitude, and it's like, well, you know, black women, they don't want us. They don't they don't love us. You know, they're, they're trying to follow behind, you know, white women. It's like that's not true. Black women, they, we have always been that nucleus that has held down, you know, the black man from the very beginning. So I just find it just to be interesting, you know, the brother's comments that was made. Yeah. Yes. To add on what the, to what you said about, like, how they come out of jail and they're like, you know, why are we acting like this? It's just that we've learned to adapt without them because, you know, I mean, we can't always count on the male to be there because, let's face it, you know, in this like in this day and time, you know, they're not going to be there. So you have to learn how to take that responsibility sometimes of being the mom and the dad. Okay. So, I mean, well, let's say the guy's not in jail. Let's just say in our instance people of our age or whatnot. I hear a lot of ladies, you know, you go to a concert or you go around, you know, and have people say, where are all my independent women and my strong women? I mean, what is the strong thing about I don't get it from that point of view? I mean, could you give me a enlightenment on that? I mean, since y'all are females, y'all, you can help out the audience here understand that. What do y'all think with a, a strong woman? Okay. This is what I think is a strong woman. I think a strong woman is a person, is a woman that can go and work a nine-to-five job every day. She comes home, feeds her family, spends time with her kids, and then makes time for a patient with her husband. And being able to make it through tough situations and knowing when to say enough is enough. A strong woman can give criticism but can also take it when it's dished to her. A strong woman can give attitude but is gentle. She stands up for what she believes in without putting down her competitor. She stands tall without making others feel inferior. And she knows that she has her moments of weakness but takes the time to work through it. And she's wise, but she's not afraid to admit when she's wrong. And she embraces herself and understands that the obstacles that she went through were her stepping stone. And... A strong woman knows when to bow to a strong man, but she knows how to control her own destiny. She's like the epitome of a phenomenal woman, basically. That's what I feel a strong woman is. Shoot. Well, you know what? I don't know if you got that from the Bible or not, but that's what I was going to talk about. I was reading, doing my research. I was looking at Proverbs 31, verse 10 through 31. 
And basically it describes a, a strong woman such as what you did. Say she does good, not evil for her man for the rest of her life. She works. She brings food. I guess, you know, groceries or whatnot. Because I don't know how the Bible times were, but I'm just applying it to today's world. She provides the food for the, for the household during the night, I guess, basically preparing it. She carries confident strength that is a reflection of her man's strength. You know, the old saying goes, for every good man, there, well, every strong man or every great man, there's a great one behind him. Yeah. She helps those that are in the need of help, you know, whenever she can help someone, she tries to. Not everyone, you know, some people just try to drag people in the mud. <laughs> she, she's not afraid to do what it takes to make sure her family is clothed. She makes money as well. Her children love her. And also it says at the end of that verse, it said, remember, charms are deceitful and beauty flees, but a woman that fears the Lord she shall be blessed. So, I mean, you think that applies to a strong woman as well? I mean, I know you hit yeah. it up like that because <laughs> I'm about to say it too. So, I mean, what do you think about our generation, our group right here, where they thinking they're strong? Do you think all of them fit that category doing all that right there? I think well, a lot know, of Oh, um, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but, uh, you know, unfortunately, I just think that there's just been a disconnect between our generation and the generation prior to our generation. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, women these days, including myself, you know, I'm not expected to, you know, cook a full-course meal. My mother was like, she was cooking a full-course meal since, you know, she was 12 years old, you know, and uh, there's a lot of men that say, well, you know, women allow us to act the way we do, you know, to make the little cat calls, to, you know, call them out their names. And, you know, when you touch on things like, you know, music videos and it's the whole act of privacy, the strong woman, it's hard for her to exist because when she does exist, it's like, so, you know, what do you mean that you're strong? You haven't done anything to show me that you're strong. And especially, you know, black women as a whole, we're constantly demeaned. So we don't even get a chance to be, quote, unquote, strong or as strong as we could be in this day and age. Yeah. Well, for the ones I'm basically seeing, it's like, let's say you got a guy that's doing his thing. He might not be as confident as, you know, the average guy might be or whatnot, as taking on the lead, doing what he has to do. And she just dominates him. She goes after him, tell him what he got to do. He's got to do all this stuff. I mean, she is the dominator. What do you say about those ladies right there? I think those are the women that take the word strong to another level. It's like they feel that they have to be so strong that everything has to be their way. Like they have, it's like it's just the wrong definition. They make it up their own definition of strong and like. Well, you know, but unfortunately, too, though, I just I just find that a lot of men sometimes they're not honest enough to say, okay, I need to get myself together, and they're comfortable enough with having a woman, you know, lead in all areas. You know, I can I can name, you know, various situations, even, you know, as of recently where, you know, a woman is like, okay, you need to go to school, you know, or get a job. You know, you need to take care of your responsibilities. You shouldn't have to be told that. You know, I, I believe that, okay, it does take a village to raise a child, but once you get 19, 20, 21, 22, you should know enough as a man or even as a woman what you need to do. Now, you know, there are a lot of women who say, okay, I'm going to just take the lead role for the sake of taking it. And before you know it, especially in the African-American community, we suffer from diabetes, high blood pressure, heart attack, you know, stressed out. So, so like me, I battle with acne myself because it's like, okay, 
I have to hold things down so for, you know, various reasons I'm going to be taken care of or I'm going to be okay. And, you know, a lot of us black women, you know, we wind up settling. And since we do settle a lot of the time, we're like, okay, well, I'm going to tell this man what to do because this is my money. You know, this is my car he's driving, so I might as well at least tell him where to go in my car. Well, you know, it's funny because I was looking in the Bible about this and they were saying in Genesis, they were saying after sin came into Adam and Eve's life, God gave what was called a curse. However, notice that only two things were cursed, the serpent and the ground. God dealt with husband and wife in a relationship. He told woman, your desire shall be for your husband. And what that basically means is that she is not sex. It's not talking about sex. Because people be talking about, well, that might mean sex. It's not sex. It's basically saying that you're going to try to take his position. And a lot of ladies might be doing what, what we're talking about where, you know, the guy ain't doing his role, so she's taking his position. She's like, I'm taking your role. But in reality, it also says that God, why, why do y'all think God created woman? Let me, let me ask y'all that. That's a deeper question right there. Can you repeat that, please? Why do you think God created woman? Because men can't survive without us. Mm-hmm. Men can't survive without us. You know, we oh. create that balance. You know, everything that, you know, lack, quote-unquote, we have. Okay. And, you know, vice versa. Okay. You know, women, our strength is in our lower part of our body. Men, they have upper body strength. And let's have these women that, you know, are bodybuilders, for example, and a lot of the time, nine times out of ten, you know, they, it doesn't look natural for them to be as big as they are physically, upper body-wise. Shoot. Well, for anyone that wants to get in on it, y'all can call it 646-716-7911. Go ahead and call. Give us your opinion. We're going to keep going on along with this as well. From what I got right here, this is what it was wrote when I was looking at www.bibleorg. They were saying the husband, husband and the wife complement each other. Suitable helper would be better translated as a helper, matching him, supplying what he lacks. She is missing. She is his missing rib. Hmm. What do y'all think about that? And I agree. And it sounds it sounds great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for these ladies out there that say I don't need a man, I don't need no man. I mean, it's a compliment. Just like a guy can't say I don't need no woman. I could do this all my own. Can't do that. <laughs> it's a compliment. Just like Shell was saying. I mean. It's a trend if you look at the U.S. statistics, especially in the black community, with a, what would you call it, hmm, 70% black females are not being, not getting married. I mean, what what can we say about that? Well, you know, unfortunately, I, I, I know I found in some of my research that, you know, African-American women, we're not getting married for various reasons, and I know a lot of brothers, they might not even knock me sometimes because it's like, you know, I'm, I'm a strong individual, quote-unquote. You know, I'm in, I was in school, you know, I just finished my master's degree, and I have high expectations. I have high, you know, high standards. I want to get a Ph.D. one day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm a lover of, you know, human beings, but it would be a beautiful thing for me to marry, you know, a man of African descent. You know, and men of African descent, a lot of the time, they're more likely to, you know, date out of their race 
or out of their ethnicity compared to an African woman. And it's the same thing, you know, in the, in the Chinese culture. A Chinese mm-hmm. man is more likely to marry a Chinese woman than a Chinese woman is to marry a Chinese man. Mm. And uh, it might be because of, you know, standards. It might be because of, you know, preference. There's just a lot of various reasons that I find. But do you think that feminism, the cause of, you know, where they start talking to some of the sisters, because originally it was supposed to be made for the white ladies that was in those Ivy League colleges that had all that money and stuff, and they start spreading to the sisters. And, we you know, they didn't have all that much money, but they didn't tell them that. Then he said, well, go ahead, go ahead, but, you know, yet you ain't going to have that money just like we are going to have right yet. I mean, do you think that's the destruction of the, part of the destruction, not all of the destruction, but part of the destruction of the black family unit? Well, you know, it might be part of the destruction, but for me, I just feel that people like Alice Walker created, you know, womanism that would include, you know, black women. Mm -hmm. The values of, you know, the black woman. So it's just something that, for one, you know, whenever you create isms, it creates a division between people. But, you know, we even find now that men men are even sometimes ascribed to feminism. And I guess everybody's view of feminism might be a little different. That's why it would be a beautiful thing if we had people that would call in and share, you know, their opinions about feminism because it's always a, you know, sticky topic whenever you talk about gender. Yeah. Again, if y'all want to jump in, really do want you to jump in because we need y'all opinions on this. The number is 646-716-7911. Again, 646-716-7911. I think if we can stop with the disrespecting, because it, it starts with some of that too. I know you saw some girls that do that, walk up, or do walk up, and he might say something, but she just shoves them off and like I, he don't exist. And a man might come with, with his good foot stepping forward, wanting to get to know her and stuff, but it's just it's just this disrespect. I mean, it goes on both ways as well, too, because, you know, you got some guys. I remember one time a girl was annoying a guy, and he could have played it off and like, okay, whatever, you know, you know, maybe something wrong with her. And he turned around and said, F you, bitch, you know. <laughs> uh, and she looked. Did she say, excuse me? I was like, oh. <laughs> I mean, if we can sit down and talk like you say, we can sit down and talk about our differences and find out what's going to really happen, perhaps we could bring the family unit together. Because I think that that's our strength right to the family unit. Think about um, slave times. They used to split up families. Did they not? Exactly. I was about to yeah. even go into that. Yeah, you're, you're completely right about that. It, it, it's, our, it's our strength, our family. I mean, I was blessed, fortunately, to have my mom and dad together, and they're still together. They've been married for about 30-some years, 35, 36 years. Praise them. So, I mean, I look at other people. I only know a few people that's like, man, no, my parents ain't together no more. I'm like, okay. I ain't understand that, but then... The woman's talking junk. Man, ain't no good. Ain't no good. And I don't know if y'all saw that. Um, I saw a clip from, what was it called? The Diary of a Tired Black Man. This was the response for Waiting to Exhale. This recently came out. <laughs> and, and the dude, uh, I don't know if y'all know the guy. The guy from Fat Girls, the African guy. Thank you, oh, Haitian. Yeah. 
Anyway, he was in a, sh- a movie. He was doing everything right. I mean, you was like, yeah, this is the guy. This is this is the idea of black guy. You know, he's doing his part. He's leading, taking charge. His woman was crazy. She was like, yeah, my girlfriend get beat up by that man. But I guess they love him. He said, that's not love right there. And he punching her in the eye and stuff. <laughs> and she said, why don't you ever hit me? He looked at her and said, what? So mm-hmm. she pushed the envelope. She disrespected him in front of all her friends. And he was talking to her. He made her breakfast, right? I don't know how many of y'all have. Have y'all ever had a man make y'all breakfast before? My yeah, my dad. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, you know, you've been, you know, if your dad say, okay, I made you breakfast, you like, thank you, dad. Okay, she, that's her husband. Husband making breakfast. He said, I got something for your mommy because they had a kid. So I got something for your mommy. Okay. He said, can you come down? He told her, can you come down? She's like, all right. Came down. What do you think she said to him? Uh. I guess it was something that wasn't pleasant. It wasn't appropriate for his good deed. Remember, he did not do anything at all. He he laid what he did right. He tried to change the situation. She got mad at something. He tried to figure out what was the problem. Because as men, men are problem solvers. We're going to try to figure out what the problem is. We're going to try to do it. Okay. She get down there, and she said, what the hell you do now? Then why are you making breakfast? You know you must have did something wrong. He said, damn it. <laughs> He's like, I'm trying to do something good for you, and every time I do something good for you, you always mess it up. She said, mm, whatever. Then when he left, she told her daughter, you know what? Don't you ever marry a man like your daddy. Wow. Girl, four years old. You know how psychologically that can mess up a child's head and then get older and older? <laughs> And that's crazy because, like, females, they always want their men to surprise them and do something special for them. And then when this, when it happens, they're, like, oh, accusing them of doing things. Why do they have to do something? Maybe they just want to make a, you know, small guest gesture for you or something like that, but they start accusing them. Well, you yeah. know, one thing that, uh, you know, that I find even in, you know, interpersonal relationships, you, for one, you know, you have to know what it is that, you know, that you want and what you're looking for. But then, you know, on the other side, you know, too, I say this all the time, you have to find out why someone is who they are. You know, it depends on who raised them. It depends on what they're trying to, you know, do differently from the way that they were raised. Just find out what makes somebody tick. And people, you know, even in sometimes people get married, you know, it was all hunky-dory in the beginning, and you don't even know little things about that person. Okay, hold on. We got a caller here. Three three six. Can you hear us? Three three six. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh. This is How you doing? Calling in. How you doing? Hey, James. <laughs> How's it going? This is the show. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna say hello to the ladies. How you doing? Hey. Um. Yeah, we're talking about the top. I don't know if you were listening. That's why you pop up. We're talking about a strong woman, and we were trying to get the definition down to it. And I was giving a. a I don't know if you saw the clip or not, the diary of a tired black man about uh, the woman. I I've seen the movie, actually. So. Great movie, right? <laughs> it, it is interesting. It, it gets to the heart of, of what's, you know, really happening within our community. So. Yeah. Because remember that clip where the, when the man made breakfast for her? I mean, how did you feel about that? Well, granted, 
in in the clip they, they took it to the extreme, but I, I think it actually showcased something that's going on in our community, and it's just the fact that um, there there is a radical disconnect between you know black men and black women, and you know there's a lot of factors for that. You know, I don't want to you know take up too much time to get into that, but as far as as how it relates to you know strong you know strong women. I think a, a lot of, of our females have, have taken that mantra and, you know, they've actually twisted it to something that allows them to actually showcase, you know, their their own selfishness. Now, not saying that, that, that you, know, you know, all, quote, unquote, you know, strong, you know, black women are nothing or just, you know, into themselves and selfish, but I find the ones that scream the loudest about it Tend to be the weakest ones because if, if you're a strong woman, it will naturally show. You, you, you know, it, it, you, you don't have to, to to scream it from the heavens. It, it will naturally come out. People can see that you're a strong woman. Um, I know, you know, at least in my personal experience, you know, anecdotal at best, but I've seen women that 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 say they're strong women and they use that to justify, you know. Berating their men, you know, you know, being, um, you know, pretty much living up to to every stereotype that the media portrays, you know, portrays black women as, which you know is wrong. But you know, they're the ones that are saying, well, you know, I don't need a man for for this. I don't need a man for that. You know, I can be both, you know, the the mother and father to my kids. And it, like I said, to me, just just, just showcases this ultimate selfishness. Um, yeah. That's true. That's real true. Because again, I mean, I mean, it's like this. I ask people, like, y'all believe in God? They're like, yeah, I believe in God. And I say, well, do you believe in what it says in there for a submissive woman? Not my like, oh, she got to do everything with the man. Say, they no, no, that's not what it is. It's basically, how the orders follow. Okay, God created man, then He created woman. God gave the order to the man to take charge and lead, and the woman was supposed to, as, as the man was supposed to be a representation of a sacrificial leader or whatnot, he was supposed to take charge, and she was supposed to believe in what he was doing if he was doing it right, if he was doing it because, you know what, they're both equal in God's eyes, and generally, you know, why would a, why would a woman, because it, it's happening now, most women, not all women, but most of them, as you see around, because you can look at the statistics of picking the wrong men to take charge, and then they they go ahead and override that. That's not naturally. I ain't saying that you can't take charge of. You know, it's supposed to be a compliment, hand to hand. I need both my hands to drive a car. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes when you get in an accident, <laughs> you're gonna need some help. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 picking it's it's picking and choosing the wrong person again, but I mean on on that note right there, I mean you have to think about it. I, people like you say, James, strong. I'm strong. I heard I heard that a lot of times. I can look back. This is how I do when I look at the ideas and representations of a strong woman. Only thing I do is call home, pick up the phone, talk to my mom. My mom did exactly what I gave the description of in Proverbs 31. 
she basically did that to the no. And people are like, you crazy to do all this. I say, let's bring it to the 21st century, the 20th century, but she was raising me, you know. She's still alive. And she she still hey, girl, does that stuff. Call me. Huh? Oh, sorry, I was talking to my friend. Oh. So I, I'm like, come on, we got to we gotta get our act together. I mean, ladies, I ain't talking about the ladies that already got that stuff together. I'm talking about the ladies that's like, oh, I didn't need no man. I didn't need no man. Because, I mean, that's crazy. That's suicide. I mean, you got to look at what the Bible says. I mean, if you believe in God, I believe in God. I believe, he, you know, he's going to do the justice, you know what I'm saying? But we got to do what he says, what we got to do. And some people's like, I don't need that. I don't need it. But so you don't. So you're going to get in God's word, basically. I ain't trying to get religious today. You know, I know it's Sunday, but just think about it. You know, <laughs> I mean, what are y'all thoughts on that? You know, I, I just think that it's you know in, interesting to hold this you know conversation, and I just think that your actions should speak louder, you know, than your words. But sometimes, I guess people just have to kind of reaffirm it because with the everyday things that go on and, you know, day-to-day life, sometimes you might feel like you're not as strong as you claim to be, you know, on the outside. So if you tell somebody, you know, I'm a strong woman, you start to believe it again. I, I look at it like this. Strong is like your actions, like you just say. It's just like you strong. They say, Ashley Strong. She got her master's. She about to get a Ph.D. She don't have to talk. It's already presented there right in front of her credentials right there, you know, where this other girl working at Burger King cussing at all these people. I'm strong. I'm strong. She's been there. She's 30 years old, talking junk. Can't wait till the first of the month to get that check so she can go to the club. That is not the definition of strong. <laughs> She's just trying to boost her. She's just trying to boost her confidence up by saying she's strong. She's she knows she's weak, but she says she's thinking, well, maybe if I say it enough, maybe I believe it. Maybe I start acting stronger. But you gotta you gotta act on it for you to become stronger. You can't just say it. Yeah, it's crazy. I think that that leads to to the bigger problem because I know society today is is a lot different than it was, you know, say, 20 or 30 years ago. I mean, I hate to say this, but, you know, yesteryear was more about substance. Every Everyone now, both men and women, and especially once again in our community, are caught up over you know, in style, over substance. Like, for example, I know plenty of, of people that, that have their, um, you know, master's degrees or their bachelor's, and... If you were to look at them, you would know it. Just like you have these millionaires that they're dressed, quote unquote, bummy, but you know they have, you know, uh, enough you know, purchasing power to you know to buy their own island. And it's you know it's, it's both on, on, on you know male and female. It's, it's, it's on both our parts because you know we'll have guys out here that will step over uh, these women that, that's willing to. You know, you know, care for them, cater for them. You know, do all that. You know, um, support them, and uh, you know, to, to step to the the chick in the club to have like, you know, the you know, hair full of weave, and you know, her her you know, you know, chest is you know, hanging out for everybody to see. Just like you know, you'll have women that will step over the guy that has his nose in the books, and he's you know he's you know. Working, you know, maybe one or two jobs, you know, putting himself through college, 
and you know for that guy that's driving the the Escalade with the Spinners and still living at his you know, his mom's house. So you know, it, it's it's a problem, and unfortunately, uh, it's getting worse. And I don't see you know any clear cut way to fix it because. I just think, unfortunately, if people allow, you know, media and, quote-unquote, the status quo to dictate life. And, you know, too, it goes back again to that family unit, because I, I think even back in, quote-unquote, our day, when we were children growing up, I remember my mother and father sitting down with me watching the television shows that I watch, you know, telling me, all right, you know, this is real life, this isn't real life. You know, you need to focus on, you know, getting yourself together, not get caught up in, you know, certain things. But I know children now, they stand in front of the TV for hours upon end, no parent supervision. The TV is what's watching them. It's crazy. It's like Charles has to say, damn this world. We damn ourselves, basically, you know. I mean, come on, man. I mean, people sit there and believe that's really on TV. I mean, my friend, we'll watch it. Wrestling, he's talking about, yeah, wrestling on, man. This man got killed. Like, you know, he did not get killed. Aaron. I said, Aaron, man, if he got killed, why is he on CNN talking about uh, the wrestler that, got, that killed himself? Exactly, exactly. He's going, no, it's real. I'm like, never mind, man. <laughs> never mind. Because <laughs> I'm saying myself, I'm like, man, look, look, my parents did me like this. I'm going to be straight up. We didn't have cable. <laughs> so... You only have six channels. Six channels where you can go outside. I mostly went outside because I'm athletic, and I had fun, and that was the real girl. You know, sweat, blood, whatever, you know, play high school football, track, whatnot. But other people sit there and watch TV, and they see those BT. Because BT, man, I was one of those examples, too. BT is gone ludicrous, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying with that, people thinking, yeah, bling, bling, bling. Expensive cars, oh, this is real, I'm going to get this. But they don't show the real life where a person's working at 9 to 5. They sweating, they got to make ends meet, you know what I'm saying? Money is tight. You know, as we know right now, who's in office, so money is tight. But they're like, no, that's not real. This is real. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like no, I mean, come on now. We really, really ask a race. We need to get that together. I mean, we... People got to look, man, turn off the TV because I think it's something that's a distraction to, to get away from what the real world is. But we and need to focus. Right. We need we need to focus on that and get in the books. I mean, I make it as a mission objective to go to the library, pick up something. I don't care what it is, pick up something educational, you know. Because some people, like I tell you about Charlie one time, he was saying, basically, you know, I'm done with uh, school. I don't need to read, you know, because it's not really required. But I see it as a requirement as a black person. Because, look, as you know, we've been held back from reading. You know, they don't kill people back in the day for reading. And they found that a slave was able to read. So think about it. I think, I think we need to read. We need to find out knowledge because if we get knowledge of something, we know something's going to make us better. You gonna go for? We're not gonna go for no fantasy island there. Come on, people would do that though. But I look at it like this: that's not gonna happen to me. I'm gonna be realistic because they, they tell some kids, you know what? You need to be a ball player or a rapper. I'm like, come on, man. I mean, that's crazy. And then for the girls, they come. I'm strong. Go out there to clubs, 
show all your titties, all that, shake your ass, and the right man come up with most money. I'm like, is he going to take care of you? He going to get what he want and get out. But they don't want to hear that because I told many girls that they cussed me out for it. In the long run, they had a baby in their stomach. They didn't know who the daddy was. <laughs> but she was strong, though. That's what she told me. So, I mean, people, I mean. I think, unfortunately, man, love, love is the thing that just either going to hold you back or that's going to have you to go forward. And, you know, it goes back again to, like I said in the beginning, you know, you've you got to love yourself because if you love yourself, you're going to want to know more. You're going to want to be the person, you know, actually being proactive instead of having to be reactive. Yeah, that's true, too. I mean, some people think love is a person with a six-figure salary or who's got big rims. I'm like, no, I mean, you got to look at the inner the inner perk, a lot of people get rims. I'm like, I don't know if that, that's happening. Does that happen up north? A lot of people riding around with rims on their car. It's not as big up north to me as it is mm-hmm. down here in the south. It just happens down here in the south. Well, no, it, it happens in the north, but it's not as big. I, I think, you know what, I think they really got that from some Superfly. It's an old movie where the man had a pimped out Cadillac. And they say, you know, well, that's just a stylish. No, no, this is this is better than Dolomite. This is a dude was trying to get away from that lifestyle, but they was looking at the fancy Cadillac, and I was like, that's a that's a hot ride, and I think that's where they picked it up from. Well, to me, I mean, some people do that because they look at them videos. Most dudes do this, not all dudes. Most dudes say, you know, well, I'm girls in that video, how come that dudes ride? They had them twenty twos and stuff, twenty two, twenty fours. They walk over there. Dude, I can see the dude on A&T campus roll up. Girl, ah, hey, how you doing? He goes, yeah, I got the girl. No, your car got that girl. So if she find out that's a rental car, or those you got those rims from Rent and Roll, <laughs> you gonna tell her that up front? Cause people don't they don't step with their best foot forward. Not those type know. of people. They're not gonna tell you know, hey, how you doing? You know, by the way, I'm renting this car tonight. Cause I saw a lot of people last night. It was crazy last night. I saw a lot of people last night and stuff that you know that they they were renting out. I'm telling you, they went somewhere and rent that out, loaded it up, made it look like. I said, why you got to use stuff to bait people with? Why can't you use your conversation? Why can't you use your mouth to speak what you have on your mind? Oh, that's a word. They're not interested. Well, if they're not interested with it, then you need to move on to the next person that might be interested for that. Exactly. That's the same thing as females, like how you say that, the guys are like, okay, they look at the videos and see the girls are going for the guys with these pimped out cars. The girls are looking at the guys and they're going for the girls that got all the asses out and showing everything. So they feel that's what they have to do. That's why our kids, they don't need to be watching BET because that's why half of them now walking around the way they are. Yeah, that's true. Because I saw a 13-year-old girl. I, I said, whoa, man, I need to go on with the chat. I have, like, I mean... She looked like an 18-year-old girl going to a, a club of sugar bears or whatever. I'm like, man. But, I mean, I don't, I don't know. James, did you have something to say about that? I ain't know if you, you was trying to get in or what. Oh, no. I was just, uh, you know, co-signing it when oh. everything else was, everybody else was saying. It, for some reason, well, for a lot of reasons, we're looking past each other, like, You've got the good guy that's, you know, he's the, pretty much the good guys and the good girls are not going to be out there in the club 
You know, they're not going to be out there, you know, with with you know twenty inch rims, gold teeth. Um, you know, they're not going to be out there, you know, just you know flaunting their body for for the world to see. But you know, the problem is, is that you know it's it's gotten so bad, and I don't want to bring this off to a tangent, but it's gotten so bad between you know you know black men and black women. Um, we can't even walk down the street and say hi to each other without all these just jacked up preconceived notions about each other. Like, if if you, I know me personally, you know, if I walk down the street and if I say, you know, if I die, I say hello, you know, how are you? You know, it's sad, but the, the first response that that I that I get is, you know, they'll either turn away. With their noses, thinking that you know, I'm trying to say something like, "Hey, my, how you doing?" Trying to, like I'm trying to holler or trying to, you know, get in their pants. And it's just, you know, we we can, if we can't even even walk down the street and speak to each other without, you know, having our guard up, then we just there's no way that that we'll be able to progress. And, you know, and I, I agree with that because I talk about that all the time. You know, and, and the relationship. I mean, not relationship. Excuse me, but in the just. On an everyday basis, if you can't, you know, acknowledge somebody, greet somebody with a hello, it's like, how do you expect to go to the next, that next level? I say that all the time because I know sometimes, you know, with a man, I might say, you know, how you doing, bro? Um, what's up, my brother? Something like that. He might either look at me like, you know, we're not related, you know, we're not family. Or he'll look at me like, all right, you know, how you doing, but try to get away because he think I might be trying to, you know, holler at him. And it's just like, all right. And some people, you know, they they just cool. Like I was walking into my building, young man held the door for me, said, "How you doing?" You know, that's that's a beautiful day. Yeah. And, you know, people they they afraid to, you know, talk talk with their mouths anymore. People don't talk with their mouths anymore. They trying to talk with you know, body parts. You yeah, know, or you know, exactly. technology once again is taking over. Sorry to interrupt you, but technology again is taking over. You know, people they figure you know they're showing you some attention because they poking you on Facebook. I'm not impressed. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy because my friend that used to work with me told me, you know, just because you got technology where you got communication where you can contact people miles and miles away, and it's not necessarily good because I can't even contact a person two feet away from me and talk to them like a human being. And, I mean, because some people are like, I'm strong, you know, I, I'm strong, I don't have to talk to you. So being ignorant, because you don't know, I might have something that might help you. I might have some advice to give you. I might know something. I might help you out with something. You know, I could tell you, you know, she say, I might have a problem with trying to get out of this loan. I said, well, I know this guy that writes grants that can get you out of that loan. You never know. But if if that means to be ignorant, strong to be ignorant, I don't want to be that. <laughs> and, and you're right. And, you know, um, one thing I, I learned with us, unlike a lot of other you know, ethnic groups, we don't network. Because starting with a hello exactly. is how you start networking. Mm-hmm. You know, you know it's, it's amazing. When I went to D.C. and I was talking to some people with the uh, Customs and Borders, they were, all that networking, because, you know, I saw some black people, a lot of black people, actually, that was behind those booths. And we did networking, and it felt good. You can't even do that on the street now down here. Because people, mm, I don't know what they get. So everyone's got those suspicions, and, that's what's breaking us apart. You know, we used to be as a, a unit, basically, as a community. The black community was a unit a long time ago, you know what I'm saying? Not so long ago, but you know it was long ago before our time. And now everyone's got their own preconceptions of the next-door neighbor. 
that, that's what's holding us back too right there because if we can hold our family together as a unit, our community can be a unit again, you know what I'm saying, and we really have a voice. We got a voice now, but it's not strong as it used to be, you know? Uh, yeah. I agree. And the strong notion, I mean, come on, we we gotta we gotta be realistic with ourselves. I yeah, can I, I can be strong. I can be strong, but I can be wicked at one point. Yeah, I can lift weights. I can get a lot of stuff, but maybe I need help with with something that's dealing with paperwork. I need help. You know what I'm saying? Where you have another person, they won't admit that they need help. Maybe I can do it by myself. Get away. I mean, you're hurting yourself when you do that. You know, but um, for for example, I know I was talking to uh, a young man last night about, you know, just the need for therapy. And, you know, and a lot of times in black families, certain things ail us. Now, mm-hmm. stuff like physical things like high blood pressure, diabetes, we take those things seriously. But if somebody gets dementia or somebody, you know, they want to have some type of mental illness, we don't take that to be as serious. You know, it's like, okay, well, that, that sister wanted to talk to me, but, you know, she decided to go, you know, commit suicide because, you know, she, she just didn't feel comfortable enough talking to me about it. Or she committed suicide because of, you know, one thing or another. Things like that in our community is taboo to admit, okay, I need therapy. I believe in God, you know, there's nothing wrong with going to church, you know, finding that spiritual base. But I believe that there's people on earth here, you know, to help you. Yeah, you know, that's true. That's true as well because, you know what, it's like they're like, no, I don't need it. I just take a depressant pill. I'm like, why do you need to take that mask for? Oh, I'm just depressed. What about, you know, talking to people? No, y'all won't understand. What about working out? No, I'm a pop a pill. That, it's like that's the solution there, pop a pill in your mouth. You think that's that? You don't want to be fixed on that stuff, you know? Well, you know, I don't want to just interrupt you there, but I'm a, I'm a believer in just getting all the help you need. I don't believe in being dependent on stuff, but depending on how far you go, you know, down sometimes or how depressed you get, sometimes you do need some help with getting out of, you know, whatever rut that you may be in. Yeah. And, and that's so, right, because uh, that, that, you know, I have to interrupt, but that, that brings brings it back to the to the premise of the show strength. I think we both as as, you know, black men, black women, you know, not to make this just, just about us, but we need to redefine what strength is because from what I get, a, a majority of, of what we consider strength is something close to God. Like like we, you know, how many times you see it, you know, portrayed in the media or portrayed, you know, you know, out in the communities that, you know, you know, white men don't don't you know they, they don't get depressed you know we don't we don't suffer you know any any you know mental illness you know if, if we're sad you know we don't have time to be sad because we're just out here working you know trying to survive like you know we have to um, be I'm pretty sure everyone's here has heard of black tax we well we had to be twice as good you know just to get half as far and all these pressures both you know internal and external. You know, it's hard enough just to survive in this in this you know in this world in society, just being a normal person, just being you know just trying to you know you know work that nine to five, you know get a job, you know have, put some food on the table for you and your family. Add to that all the other pressures that we have, you know, negative portrayal in the media, like every stat that comes out, you know, is always you know something you know we 
you know, we're the worst to everything. You know, we don't graduate school. We're always in prison. You know, you know every you know, criminal you see on TV is is someone of our ethnicity. Add mm-hmm. all on top of that, plus we can't even admit that. Okay, you know what? We have problems. You know, my brother, my sister, can I come to you for help? We can't even do that. I mean, that is just all that pressure. You know, something's going to explode. I mean, and that's. That's why we see all all this decay in our community because we find strength to be something out of you know Marvel comics where it's just like you know nothing affects us we can we can deal with any and everything with no help whatsoever because you know we're just that good and you know bringing it back to reality we aren't you know man needs woman woman needs man we need each other and we just don't want to admit that and like I said I, I don't know you know <laughs> the, the future looks bleak. It really does, you know, because all of our old leaders, all our quote-unquote leaders are are either retiring or dying, and it's not that we don't have new leaders stepping up, but we don't even support those new leaders that that do step up and try and heal the rift, you know, both internally and externally. So it's like like we're on just a a straight line path to, to extinction. Yeah, that's true. If anyone wants to get in on the show, Call six four six seven one six seven nine one one, and that's another thing about this strong. You know, I don't need no man. I don't need. I don't need no man. Well, God said I don't need no woman. Well, particularly with with some of these ladies that come, I don't need no man. But you got a child to raise. You can't if you got a boy. You can't teach him how to be a man. I'm sorry. I mean, you can show him. Some of the stuff, you know, but it's it's a thing. It's a thing that us men have. You can't teach them, but they be trying to. I mean, and you see how we got all this activity going on in Greensboro, all this gang activity. You know what that comes from? The kid is looking for someone to accept them, and they don't have no one to be with. So they join an organization like that because they feel like basically, you know what, I can get my father role from a gang. Yeah, and that's kind of crazy. You think about it. So I mean, on that note right there, you have to you have to have that man. You have to have that woman because if you raise that child with the woman's perspective, the man's perspective being there, they they gonna see the true thing. You know what I'm saying? But some people are like I don't need no man. Like like one of my boys, he's talking to he was talking to a girl that didn't have a man in her life, okay? And her mom did not have a man in her life when they were growing up. And her grandma did not. You catch the drift? <laughs> mm-hmm. So her daughter's okay. like that, and she telling her daughter this. What do you think the eyes of her daughter realizing this? Because you, you can't see that. Like, hey, my grandma don't got no man. My mama don't got no man. I didn't have no man in my life to to raise me. Only my mama, all me and the dog. I'm gonna tell my daughter that. <laughs> you think she gonna have a happy happy ending? That it's crazy. We gotta break this cycle of the stubbornness because you know we got some stubbornness in us, and we gotta stop it. We gotta straight up stop it for real. Because if you don't stop it, you gonna you gonna destroy. You can destroy us like that. If we're not together, we're not a unit, we're not locked like that, you can, you know what they say, the old saying, divide and conquer, what you think about that? I mean, that's what it is. 
You have it. Yeah, you don't need him. You don't need her. Do it on your own. Get the riches. Run out. You're strong. That's what strong is. You can't let the media or society tell you. You know what it is. You know exactly what it is. I mean, you look back. You look at back in the day because some people said, well, they had to stay together. They had to stay together because they, that was it. No, that was part of it. Not all of it. But I think a black family is still needed because that's what the true strength. It comes from the family. When you think about it. I mean, we got people out there like that as well, too. So, I mean. I, I fully, 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 fully agree with that. And I just wanted just to jump in there just right quick. I just think that us as a, a people, and I mean just everybody, you know, under the African diaspora, you know, title, should just join together and find that, you know, commonality. It, it's got to be bigger than just skin complexion, hair texture, whatever, strength is found in numbers. Strength is found in common bonds, and it's nothing that can tear us apart if we find out, you know, who we are as a people. Yeah, that's true, that's true. Yeah. Well, you yeah, know, we're going to wrap it up here. I just want to know if anyone have any final thoughts, go ahead and give it out and give out your information if you want people to contact you as well. Any final thoughts? Uh, final thoughts, uh, love, live life, love yourself, and say hi to your neighbor because that young man just hit the nail on the head. Say hi to your neighbor because that person might actually need somebody to talk to, and you can be that voice. Okay. No, Ashley said it all. <laughs> what about you, Jane? Uh, I just want to say uh, love the show. You know, you know, Keep up the good work. Um, ladies, Hope you have a lovely evening. Hope you have a lovely, blessed brother. evening. And you too. Um, just like you know, um, Michelle said, say hi to your neighbor. You know, say hi to your brother and sister. You know, just you know, we need each other, and no man nor woman is an island. And what I like to say is, you know, don't let your pride hold you back from finding what you truly want in life. You want to be loved. Don't let no one tell you you don't want to be loved. This is the way to have strength. You got to also remember when you come home, you got to look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, are you happy at where you at right now? Hmm. But, you know, i like y'all to contact me again for a voicemail. You just call 641-715-3900, extension 33271-POUND. And also, if you would like to email us, you can email us at mb underscore truth at hotmail, excuse me, at yahoo.com. And um, as well, we have our website up and running now. Now, get ready. Here it goes. It's HTTP, you got your, your little colons, backslash, backslash, home.earthlink.net, backslash, squiggle, Luke Brooks 1302, backslash. That would take you directly to our home page, and that would take care of everything for you right there as well. And next week, I want you all to tune in for it because we're about to bring in a special host that's going to talk about the issue that we had posted up a few weeks ago, I believe, a couple of weeks ago. It's the issue, I guess, Ashley, would you like to talk about the issue of the, the show? 
Well, of next week? Well, based upon a guy, I believe his name is Chi-Town, mm-hmm. found something that is um, very interesting to me, uh, 20 things that hold black women back. So you heard it from her. <laughs> 20 things 20. that hold black women back. Yes, yes. Y'all need to tune in for that show because he's coming to town. He's coming to clean house. He's going to tell you what that meant. And we're going to have a counter show for that, which Ashley's probably more likely is going to lead. I don't know exactly when, but it's going to be an upcoming show as well, too. But y'all need to stay tuned for this. And that's going to be at 6 o'clock p.m. on Sunday as well. And I hope y'all enjoy the show. Again, if y'all got questions and comments, you know how to contact us. And, again, we wish y'all a good week and a good Sunday. And enjoy y'all weekday at work. I hope y'all working. And we're going to go out with a little bit of I Want You right here, introduction, all right? Talk to y'all later here. Alright everyone.